Welcome to The Frederick Factor. My name is Ashley Kiggins, and I'm the host of season two. Everyone who's lived in, worked in, or visited Frederick, Maryland knows there's just something special about this place. One of those things is the incredible, diverse community that continues to grow. Here on this podcast, we bring you Frederick's underrepresented business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders into the spotlight, share their stories with you, and find out what's their Frederick factor. I am here with Sandra Hoffmeister. She owns A&S Construction, one of the construction roofing companies in the area local to Frederick. Pretty exciting. I mean, one of the probably only female-owned, not only that, Hispanic female-owned construction companies in potentially the whole state of Maryland, definitely here in Frederick, Maryland. First of all, welcome, Sandra. Hey, Ashley. It's a pleasure to be here. So you're obviously not from Frederick. So what brought you here to Frederick? Um, I always say that life is an unexpected journey, and it is. (laughs) I moved to Frederick in 2010 after living in Florida for a few years, and um, I was working in accounting for a manufacturing company in Delray Beach until they filed bankruptcy after the crisis in 2009, and um, they closed the company. And then my boyfriend at that time, which is now my husband, he lived here in Maryland, and I decided to move with him and... The rest of history. <laughs> well, good history. Hopefully. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit how you ended up. So you're originally from Peru. Yes. How did you end up, though, in the construction industry? I know your background is more in the being okay. kind of in the corporate world. Mm-hmm, so yes. how did you kind of make that shift into construction? Very Two very different worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is another example of how life can surprise you, right? So when I moved to Frederick, I decided to take my time and get to know the city, the people, and get used to because this is this was all new, especially snow. You know, I can not drive with snow, period. Mm-hmm. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was ready, I decided to look for a job. Unfortunately, in my field accounting, most positions offer were far away. Like mm-hmm. D.C., Baltimore, around, Rockville, Bethesda, sometimes Virginia. And I didn't want to drive the far and spend so many hours away from home. Yeah. So when I applied to this construction company as an admin, that's how I started, um, I did it because it was just 15 minutes away from home. And um, I was excited to, excited to learn something different, but being the Hispanic girl wasn't easy. Uh, looking back, I wonder why I didn't quit. Um, but I'm not a quitter, and I'm the person who loves the challenge. And this was a big one. So I learned the trade. My purpose was to thrive and be the best. And over time, I became the production manager, and I was overseeing crews, jobs, jobs purchasing, production, and I loved it. Awesome. All right, so kind of thinking, you know, you're in the construction industry, you're working for another company, you know, what, now obviously you own your own construction company yes. where ANS comes in. So yes. what inspired you to decide to start your own construction company? So another twist in my life. <laughs> I'm liking, I'm liking all these twists. It's, I know. It's very much like it's it should be a exciting. movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> everything is a surprise, you know, you never know what's <laughs> happening tomorrow. So... After nine years and a half, almost 10, you know, COVID hits and I was let go mid-2020. So I must say that I'm very grateful to my ex-employer. He and his family, they're very dear to me. 
And then I got another job, but it didn't work out either. And so the guys that I was, they were working for me, they knocked on my door and um, said how, how much they miss me, that they needed me, that I know the whole thing. So why don't I start my own company? So I'm like... I'm not sure about that. So I start thinking about it. And, you know, I don't know at all because every day you learn something new. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it for a while, talked to my husband, and this is how ANS was born. That's awesome. It was January 2021. So really COVID may have been a positive for you because it gave you that opportunity to kind of take a leap you may not have been able to take. I mean, as many of us know, sometimes it's hard to leave the stable position, especially yes. as entrepreneurs all know, you know, okay. it's hard to leave a stable position and then to say, okay, I want to venture into something. But it almost helps to get that little kind of force or little kick in the butt of you've now yeah, you've exactly. kind of got to do it. <laughs> it's the push. I needed a push because, you know, like you said, I worked for corporate for so long, all my life, you mm-hmm. know, and I always worked for somebody else. I had my task, my routine. I knew what to do. Then I went home and I collect my money. So now it's a different ball game. Every day I rule my own day. I do my own schedule. So I go out and do my stuff. I don't report to anybody else. So it's, it's different. It's totally yeah. different. It's a freedom. It kind of gives you this freedom and to make your own decisions, make your own rules, things like that. So I know. It's a scary too. Yeah, it is. Well, now, one of the things you and I have bonded over right. is that we are kind of some of the onlys in our industry. Yes. Um, you know, me working in the, the commercial. The unicorns. Yes. The, the, that's the perfect <laughs> word for it, the unicorns. Um, with me being in the commercial field and right. being a black female mm-hmm. and um, being a Hispanic female, yeah. not only in the construction industry, but owning a mm-hmm. construction company. Yeah. So can you speak to kind of what it's like to be underrepresented in your industry? Sure. So... This is an opportunity to embrace who I am, not only as a woman, but as a minority. I was raised to be tough and coming from a mixed family. Having a European father and a Peruvian mother, I kind of understand what is to be different. When I was little, I remember that this sense of I don't belong anywhere because in my country, it was too white for them. Mm -hmm. So they kind of rejected me a little bit. But then when I moved to the U.S., I'm not white, I'm not black, I'm kind of in between. So it's kind of like I felt like I didn't belong either. So I have to figure it out how to navigate this new world. And and on top of that, I'm working in a male-dominated industry. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> for some people, the fact that I am a woman can be a threat. Or they just simply won't hire me because they are expecting the guy at their door. Some people won't even look at me or talk to me when I'm doing a presentation or an estimate. However, most customers choose me because I'm a minority, because I'm a woman. And I guess they feel represented, especially the female customers. I I get the, you're unbelievable, this is great, (laughs) you know, very often. (laughs) And I know that I'm not going to get every job. Uh, because there is this misconception that a roofer should be a guy. So if they don't feel comfortable with me, then I won't get the job. Just like that. I just need to live with that. But for the people who give me the chance and hire me, they recommend me. And this is how I get my job because they see me in action and they know what I know, that I know what I do. And being a woman gives me mm-hmm. the extra sauce because <laughs> we are, and you know this, we're very detailed, focused, multitaskers, talented, thinking outside the box. 
caring, especially caring, and that it is a huge difference. So, and I'm hopeful that I'm shaping somehow the future for the upcoming generations of awesome women. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the great things to see, once again, through COVID, I hate to right. always go back to that, but one of the great things that's come out of that has been the community support yes. on, and the pushing efforts to promote minority and um, diverse businesses, women-owned businesses, disabled-owned businesses, veteran-owned businesses, all, right. all those different types of categories that kind of fall into that diversity, equity, and inclusion, mm-hmm. and really pushing those groups. And, you know, so really it was a great time to start because people are looking for, you know, who yes. who is the female-owned company? Who's the minority-owned company? And so, you know, it's one of the great things that, that we've seen. Hi, I'm Nisha from Platinum PR, Places Reimagined, and we're the creators and producers of The Frederick Factor. We're also the sponsors of season two. For over two decades, the Platinum PR team has helped economic development and tourism organizations discover their potential, attract new investment, and tell their community's story. Would you like our team of talented professionals to help you reimagine your place? We'd love to hear from you. Find us at PlatinumPR.com or click the link in the show notes. We're also looking for sponsors of future episodes of The Frederick Factor. If you're interested in sponsoring future episodes so your business or organization can be featured in a message like this, email us at info at frederickfactor.com to find out more. Happy listening. Um, So how do you feel that we, leading on to that and how we've seen it happen in 2020, 2021, we're seeing it still in 2022, how do you feel that maybe we can continue this in Frederick and continue that diversity and inclusion throughout the entire county? That's a great question. And I put a lot of think of that because I think that Frederick is doing great a great job in welcoming minorities and diverse groups, as well as businesses. And this is really, really good. And I think this will continue since the authorities are very open to listen to our recommendations to improve these matters in our county, like the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Advisory Board. Mm-hmm. So this is awesome. I haven't seen that in other places. I have no idea, but I think Frederick I call Frederick a melting pot because we we come here from with different backgrounds, different places. Yep. Some people from very very far away, other cultures, religions, and we all just thrive together, work together, and get closer and help each other. Yes. That's one of the coolest things of Frederick. Well, and there's so many groups out there, and so many support groups, and so many nonprofit groups, and right. I don't think it's probably been in the last five or six years, I've learned how truly diverse Frederick is, especially Frederick City area, Mm -hmm. um, and just how many wide ranges of backgrounds and cultures and religions and everything that we have here. And it's, it's been great to see how that's continued to grow into this community. And people here love local. People here love what is around. So, and this is when, you know, somebody is like, I've seen Facebook or other groups, and they're asking for, I don't know, like a farm. And then everybody recommends somebody, and then then you realize, oh, my gosh, we're surrounded by this beautiful companies or Mm -hmm. businesses or people and they help each other out or when a pet got lost everybody's looking for that pet 
This is Frederick is phenomenal. It gives you that community. Yes, it's tight. Feel that very tight community. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the the small town. Everybody knows your name type of situation. <laughs> um, I know when they truly don't, but you, <laughs> you do, do not, feel like I mean. yeah. when you walk when you walk in somewhere friendly. that you know mm-hmm. it's it's that that friendly feeling yes. vibe. I mean. As you and I, we were we were locked out of a building, <laughs> out of our building this morning to come in and nobody, to record, and, and nobody attacked us. And, <laughs> but we went into a neighboring business and we we said, "Hey, we're not we're not here to yeah. buy anything, but can we cut through yeah, your business?" And oh, absolutely, come on in, go through and say. So, but it's it's just those type of things that yes. you know are those little. Little moment, that little 30-second encounter I that know. makes you remember. And it's the feeling of a small town because I was born in a very big city, like 10 million people or so. And I know it's hectic. Taking the bus, taking the metro, you're always running, always rushing and pushing people, no kidding. And there is no sense of trust because there is so many people, so you don't know who is a good or a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But here you feel safe walking outside. I mean, you are not looking through you know, your shoulder and see who's behind you. That's the magic of Frederick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and speaking of the magic of Frederick, so what do you feel kind of, obviously we've talked a lot about what makes Frederick special, but Um, if you had to pick something particular to be kind of your Frederick factor, what would you feel? One of the many things is that Frederick has a diverse and vibrant community. And the fact that you have everything here. Frederick is a richly diverse and charming city. I like to think of Frederick as a big city in a small town with one of the most beautiful downtowns I've ever seen. This is Frederick to me. And I travel a lot. I know a lot of places, different continents and whatnot, but this is just one of my favorite places. So are you saying that Frederick is maybe one of the best places in the world? (laughs) I think so, yes. I think because it's it's like the feeling of a big city is very modern in certain ways. You know, you have a lot of... Look at this business here. Mm-hmm. I will never think that we have this huge, you know, place in Frederick. People who doesn't know Frederick think, oh, that's a small town in Western Maryland. Eh. When people point Maryland, they're thinking, oh, Baltimore. Right. Or Bethesda or Rockville, right? Montgomery County. But nobody put Frederick in the map. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you walk downtown, I mean, every time I walk downtown, I fall in love. It's just a super neat town, right? old, with a lot of history, rich and diverse now because people like you and I were here making this better. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there have been so many new minority businesses yes. that have opened up in the last few years and so many based right here in... The extra in, sauce, baby. The extra sauce. <laughs> yes. Right here in the Frederick area, right in... The, you know, the Frederick market. And I think it continues because when I was working in D.C. and I was living in Frederick, and this was back in 2012, 2013 timeframe, and I would tell my clients in D.C. that I lived in Frederick. And the looks and the comments and the, you know, the, the look of confusion of why in the world would I live up there? Oh, it's just, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to yeah. live up there. It's, you know, all, all the comments. And then thinking to myself— well, no, I do want to live up there because how is a place ever going to have diversity? How is it going to ever have inclusion if there aren't diverse people there? Right, right. If there's nothing there to to really start that off. It's time to change. Yes. We are not living in the 18th century anymore. Yeah. This is the 21st century. And like you said, you know, we may be the first 
but we will not be the last no. in our industries to do this. No, we are just shaping a way for someone else. You Absolutely. have to be brave, and I will be so happy to help somebody or mentor somebody in time, you know? Yes. Because they might need this knowledge that you and I, we are acquiring now mm -hmm. for the next generations. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sandra, I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you um, for having me. I, I, I pulled her at a networking <laughs> event and said, I have to have you on <laughs> season two. So thank you for agreeing with my crazy shovel of you have to be here. You have to be here. Please, <laughs> please come join me. Um, very happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Ashley, for you guys who don't know Ashley, which I don't think anybody, you know, everybody knows Ashley. <laughs> She's this phenomenal female, full of energy and inspiring. So I'm very, very humble and happy to be here with you today. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Well, the feeling is very mutual for sure. So, thank you. But thank you guys. And this is Ashley Kiggins for season two of Frederick Factor. And we will talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Frederick Factor. Want to find out more about our diverse community that makes Frederick so special? Visit our website at frederickfactor.com. Till next time.